You're listening to Wide Men Can't Jump on the Wide Men Radio Network located at anchor.fm slash WCMJ. This is a sports podcast based that talks about NBA, football, and anything else that can come to the sports fan mind. We stick to the educated and the diehard fans, as well as the casual listener as well. Our show is brought to you by New Taylor & Associates, located at newlawoffice.com. You can also check out our wonderful sponsors, Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC, located at facebook.com backslash Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC. Strip Cam Fun also helps bring you this podcast, as well as our sponsors at Stay Classy Meats, where you can use promo code WIDEMEN to save 10% on your order of the freshest meat available in the United States. Now, let's take it over to our host. Here's Nate and Tim bringing you this week's edition of Wide Men Can't Jump. It's another week here in the Wide Men Can't Jump world, and we are back at it. Nate here with you, as always, as we venture into episode 196. Tim is confused because I'm not using my crafty little soundboard today. Because I've been, try- I've been trying to work some things out. It's just not doing what I want it to do. So I'll come back to that. It will be edited in, in post <laughs> like usual. And uh, of course, ladies and gentlemen, the Canadian complaint man himself. The only man I know that's colder than Al Snow, Tim Dombrova. It's not cold here. For once, for once. Raining, turn into snow later tonight, but hey, not cold. At least it's not 100 degrees like it has been. It's been 100 degrees down here. Oh, no, we're uh, done with that, I hope. Hopefully. Uh, I wish we were. And also back this week, the 100 degree man himself. 100 convictions can't be wrong. It's Jeff. Welcome back, Jeff. Now if I can only lose 100 pounds. Don't what's worry, the, I'll, I'll uh, find it. What's the weather like in Rio de Janeiro, Jeff? Yeah, in in parts unknown. Uh, 107 flat. Yeah, that sounds about sounds about like here. Oh. But no, anyway, no wrestling tournaments breaking out in your neighborhood. Well, they do every week. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I always love that story of the the Intercontinental Title. Pat Patterson won a grueling tournament. They always called it grueling. It was, no, it was grueling because it. He wasn't, even, he wasn't even there. It was that grueling. The, but the funniest joke about it was, you know, uh, clearly it didn't happen, but do you know why they said it was a tournament in Rio de Janeiro? I have no idea. Because they thought it was hilarious that Pat Patterson, uh, it was hilarious that Pat Patterson trying to pronounce Rio de Janeiro Rio and it was just a big rib on him. Okay, is, would I be wrong in assuming that um, there is a fairly uh, sizable uh, gay population in Rio de Janeiro? I I don't know. It doesn't seem like it'd be like that'd be that strange a place for Pat Patterson to have hung out. Well, they just liked it because he couldn't pronounce it. They thought it was funny. Mind you, I guess this is also back in the seventies too, right? So yeah, he was still technically in the closet for the most part. Well, I mean. As in the closet as it could, as you can get for him. But I don't know. I got stuck in a closet once. So did R. Kelly. All right. Well, we're going to go now to the sporting news today. Plenty to talk about this week. And we're going to talk about, we're going to go NFL. 
We've all predicted our our teams that would win the divisions. We will rank them accordingly, and then we will discuss wild cards for uh, who we think will pull out wild cards in the NFC and the AFC, and we'll we'll measure them up. And then uh, football kicks off next week. Is it next week? I believe week after next. This weekend's the last preseason week. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, next week next week we'll be. Uh, the ninth will be the first game you all versus. Okay, so all. next week what we'll do. Him versus Nathan, first game of the year. Yes. <laughs> all right, so here's what we'll do. Uh, the the ninth, it's two weeks from from now is when the season starts. So next week what we'll do is we will publicly put together our Super Bowl runs here. Basically, we'll have our game set up. We'll pick the winners, and we'll see who makes it to the Super Bowl. And we'll have our Super Bowl predictions all here next week on uh, on Wide Men Can't Jump. We'll get to more NFL talk later. Right now, we need to talk about college football. Breaking news, Nathan. There is some breaking news about college football. No, no, breaking news, period. In the only sport that matters. Yes. That'd be hockey. Okay. Canada destroys the United States 5-1 to one in the Women's World Hockey Championships. Yay, Canada. Go Thank you. Thank you. That is all. Um, there has been some news in college football making the rounds. It's it's kind of kind of big news. Basically, there's a college football alliance being formed between the ACC, Big Ten, and Pac-12, and they're saying they could announce the alliance on the NCAA governance and a lot of decisions moving forward here from from this article. I don't know if they ever actually announced it, but that seems to be uh, what's going on here. And it looks like we're going to get the formation of su- like a super conference to go against the SEC. They had to do something, I guess. But well, I mean, so obviously, going to consist of is this going to be? Is this meaning like the, they're going to try to schedule games with one another, like in the begin in the beginning of the year? Well, Nathan, uh, this oh god, that's sorry, never mind. Different, different division. Well, so. what I'm seeing here says Big Ten, Pac-12, ACC have announced an alliance. The three conferences work together on college football playoff expansion, NCAA governance issues, and annual football scheduling. Okay. Well, this says this was at one o'clock today. Okay. The Pac-12 will not pursue expansion at this time, despite decision that came days ago that they were going to do whatever they were going to do so that that's on espn if you just go to college football mm-hmm. um so that, that kind of looks like that bit the dust mm. at least for now well again all this is, is speculatory um per se it's basically they may be under pressure feel like they have to do something just because what the sec did but i don't think you should react just because of right away just because of what the sec did yeah i think i think we're getting close to to something like that pretty soon we're going to be getting a lot closer to basically the sec and is going to be its big conference and then you're going to see some alliance formed and i i I don't know now did we when we talked about the college football playoff, were we in favor of the expansion on that? 
generally speaking? I, I like the idea of expansion. I didn't like the idea of 12 teams, personally. Okay. Well, you're, I just that's another thing that happened today. Your uh, WVU. Yeah, yeah, I was going to get to yeah. that here in a minute. Um, said that was the announcement stupid. came out that Gordon Gee plans to vote against proposed 12-team playoff. And if he votes against it, it will not happen. He's the Joe Manchin of the NCAA. Hmm. Not, not surprising. <laughs> well, according to this, it says uh, the president, Gordon Gee said he believes college football playoff expansion is on life support. He will not vote in favor of it when the college football playoff board of managers meets next month. Um, he said he had changed his mind about supporting the plan, giving the increasing uncertainty across the collegiate landscape after Texas and Oklahoma announced they would leave the big 12 for the sec. His own school is now in a conference with an uncertain future. And he serves on the board of managers, which is set to meet on the 28th to discuss a proposal further. The 11 presidents and chancellors who serve on the board have ultimate authority over the format. Are they worried that uh, if they expand to 12, like not that it will happen right now, but when the this other stuff happens, that there's a possibility you could have like seven or eight teams all from. I think one, that's exactly what they're thinking. From one conference, and that doesn't work too well for anybody else. And I believe so, that's exactly um, what he's thinking. Um yeah, I mean, if, if Oklahoma and Texas were still in the, you know, going to stay in the, stay in the drivers or not the driver's seat, but stay in the Big Twelve, I think that's a, uh, a guarantee that 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 would pass unanimously. But now that they've jumped ship and it's going to become more of a, you know, all the other conferences will get one, the SEC's going to get like six or seven, you know. He said, I, I think it would be good if when we were playing in November, we knew whether we had a chance to be in the playoff or not. Yeah, I mean, he's not wrong. Well, does it really? How does that work? Okay, now, again, we can never forget the NCAA is about money and advertising and television and all of that. Now, certainly, nobody's going to mind too much if it's, you know, really good teams playing in this thing. But like the West Coast, for instance, if there's nobody from the West Coast in the thing, that's not much. You know, that's a pretty hard sell. Well, again, like I said, with the 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 twelve team expanded playoff, you will cover all those bases. But if it's all of like, let's be honest here, if the SEC is able to just go out and pick and choose who they want to be in their conference. And basically just make their own little super conference and everybody else is just kind of left sitting there. Then I can understand why they wouldn't want to expand the playoff. It's like, why would we want to do that? You just get more of these sec schools in here, get them more money and get them uh, an opportunity to, to just be even more dominant and on TV more. Do you think, and I've got to hear Jeff weigh in on this. Yeah. I want to hear Jeff's. Okay. Well, this just occurred to me. Do you think that there is maybe some underlying uh, that the benefit of this might actually be that the NCAA gets kind of busted? Like in the sense that if 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 they they can put in you know the top twelve or fifteen teams in the country and they get them all in their own division, do they even need the NCAA at this point? What for? You're well, saying that, kind of, that the NCAA might, they're 
this well, could cause them to lose some power. Well, doesn't it? If suddenly, you know, what's the point of the top 20 and the rankings and the playoff and all of that if the best teams are all in one division? Why couldn't that division just say, you know what? We're not going to play in the NCAA anymore. We'll just do our own super thing here because we got all the teams that anybody wants to watch anyway, at least in the in the moment. And like, I mean, what do they care about whether, uh, you know, Marshall is playing Tulane? Who, who cares? They probably don't. I don't know. I just see it as a way to kind of bend the NCAA to – a little more to their side way of thinking about things. They got ESPN on board. Like, well, I don't know. What do they need the NCAA for is what I'm getting at. I don't, I don't know all the specifics of what, what the NCAA has control over and what they don't like when it comes to sanctioning, like the playoff or, um, how the money is dispensed during the playoffs or bowl games or, if you remember, and this would be deserving to a lot of the athletic directors and the schools as much money as they made off the BCS, it's kind of, like you say, the trend's kind of shifting from with BCS, all the conferences made, you know, boatloads of money during that time period, and now we're kind of trending, they trended away from that. And now the shoe might be on the other foot, and that, that could be what he's afraid of, and others. So, um, but again, I don't know the specifics on <clears throat> directly how who benefits what. Like I know, I mean, I guess is, too, you probably also could make the argument that there's probably really only two sports that could stand alone anyway, and that's football and maybe basketball. The other NCAA sports, like the, the, they need the NCAA because they can't afford to. Them sports don't bring in enough money from. To, I'll argue uh, that basketball, as popular as college basketball is, in March, it could stand alone. But I don't think a college football or a college basketball regular season could stand alone. I really don't. And here's the major issue you run into in in college basketball. Not only with college basketball, there's more expense sent out than there is brought in. Like with football, okay, we got the stadiums, and we're going to pack the people in here. Well, the NCAA tournament, you got multiple tournaments. Conference tournaments are taking place every which where you've got. And then you got to book the NCAA tournament venues. Those don't sell out. I mean, those are just session games, and a lot of people just watch on TV, right? So it would be hard for the tournament or it'd be hard for the NCAA basketball to stand alone without the NCAA. Could they though, if they went to a super conference, potentially, maybe, 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 maybe. maybe. Yeah. I don't, I'm not going to sit here. The only problem with that is your conference. If you keep the same conferences for football that you do basketball, the SEC is not that good of a conference in basketball. No, it doesn't have to be the SEC. It could just be, we're going to take what we consider to be the top, 20 teams and they're going to play over here and the rest of the NCAA can kiss it. We don't care. Well, that's the thing though. Like in football, you get a lot of parity and you get a lot of the same teams every year being good. It's always your Clemson's, your Alabama's, your LSU's, your Georgia's, your Auburn's, your, your teams like that. They're in that mix all the time. 
in college basketball, it changes and it changes a lot. But, like, but one one could argue it might not if there was twenty super teams and everybody wanted to play for those twenty super teams. Well, but then <laughs> you'd have to you you would then have those twenty teams and and again I'll argue that yeah maybe they would maybe people would want to go play there more but at the same time you have these teams like your Dukes like your North Carolinas like your Kentuckys that get all those top heavy recruits normally anyway that's where everybody wants to go play right. That's the top recruiting classes. They're not performing up to what they're supposed to, even now. What makes you think that they would be doing that even if they're like, okay, we're in a super conference now? What would make everybody think, well, that's going to be, you know, they're going to get all the great players. They already do. And they're still not performing up to stuff. Right, but but it's also now with the – Football is a game – football is a sport where you can buy a championship. If there was no salary cap in football, the richest team would win the championship every year. That's just that's just a, a cold hard fact. They would go out and buy Patrick Mahomes. They would buy every. They would buy the best line. They would buy the best running backs, and they would okay. win the championship I, as much I, as they want. Basketball is not like that, though. I argue though that there hasn't been a salary cap in pro sports for that many years, and that never happened before. Maybe the, Yan- the had, Yankees, you, maybe you might argue. You also it, haven't had te- you also haven't had a generation of players that care so much about winning that they have no competitive spirit. <laughs> I'd argue you don't have a generation of players who care more about money than what you have right now. Well, obviously these players care about money, but a lot of them now are willing to restructure and do different things to be able to play with not only their friends but to play with. Okay, guys you're talking they- about pros. I'm talking about college. Well, I'm just talking about sports in general. But now with the with the switch in the in the the way NCAA player athletes can get paid, I mean, there's some guys that are going to make some serious bank. Absolutely. Who are, who, who are who may not even play in in their pro leagues. They may not, not. They might not be good enough. They may so, not be. But they're I'm still going to get paid. I just it seems to me I'm not saying that's the end goal, but it does look like. There's a bit of perhaps a bit of a power struggle going on behind the scenes on no, who's going to. I'm not disagreeing with you. Yeah, that who's going to decide uh, who who has more power, the conferences and the schools or the NCAA. And I think a lot of this has to do with the fact that we've seen the dominance we've seen from the SEC. And because of that dominance, that has made television providers, ESPN, we're looking at you go out on a limb and say, hey, we don't really care about putting all these other teams on when we can get the cream of the crop right here. Advertisers care about one thing, and that's numbers, right? Eyes on the product. Don't don't really care who's playing in the games as long as it's, you know, we're getting, like, what's happened with the Olympics where, the advertisers were promised X amount of viewership, and when they didn't get it, NBC had to give away free commercials because that was part of the contract on, you know, if we give you X amount to advertise during the Olympics and nobody watches, we want our time. So I don't know how they, I don't know how, what kind of a deal the conferences have got with ESPN, but I imagine it's probably something similar at least. Well, I don't I'll understand say, why. If, go ahead. I don't understand why they're stopping at twelve. I mean, at twelve, you might as well go on to sixteen, right? I mean, I, I know they're well. maybe give the. I mean, I know they're going to try to give the top four buys, but I always felt like 
every conference should have a representative, and then you have your large bids, kind of like the NCAA. Well, shit, Jeff, why don't they just stop playing in October and we'll have a tournament for football? I, I mean, we're getting there. <laughs> well, to be honest, if they could play more than once a week, that would be the answer. Like, if, even if they could play twice a week, that would probably be the solution is just, okay, let's put 20 or 24 or whatever number we pull out and make sure that we kind of get – I mean, there's always going to – it doesn't matter how many they put in there. There's always going to be the next team who feels they've been robbed. You know, they, they, they put 36 teams in the tournament, and we were number 37, and we got hosed. But – well, but four is probably not play, enough. I think they still can. I mean, they can play ten weeks. Uh, I mean, I know they've been playing twelve or thirteen, but um, they could play, you know, most of December. And uh, I know they got the argument that you got finals and things like that. But I mean, look where we're at now with technology. I mean, a lot of your stuffs. <laughs> Online and most of these guys are making more money now than they're going to make outside after finals. Shit. Three quarters of them don't finish school anyway, so the argument of finals is kind of. I mean, some a little of them are going to go little... to the pros and they're going to take a pay cut. Yeah, that's true. I think another issue you're going to see though is like I agree. Like I've always been a proponent of eight. I've always said eight was the perfect number, and I'm gonna, I'm sticking with that. But I mean, if you're going to do it. And you're going to go to 12. I, I see the argument for the top four getting a buy, but like, if you're going to do it, let's just go ahead and do it. Let's blow this open and let's like, you can still, the, let me put it this way. You can actually save yourself some advertising here, some money. And what I mean is the bigger the tournament is, you could have each individual game be its own bowl game. You could keep the bowl system and say, well, you know, this number, you know, this number two versus 15 matchup is the car care Meineke bowl. And then if you win the car care Meineke bowl, then you move on to the, you know, the Chick-fil-A peach bowl. Or if you win the peach bowl, you're on to the dollar general bowl or whatever, you know, just, well, they, could, they could do that. Cause 16, easily. I mean, if you had 16 games, well, you know, if you go from eight to 16, it's just going to be one more week. Yeah, uh, one more week. So, so you're going to have 15 games, 16 overall for 16 teams. You got 15 uh, games, and and not only if you get 15 games out of that, you're also going to c- cut down on anybody setting out of bowl games that you don't want. A lot of these guys are not gonna are not going to set out their bowl games. You're also you keep your sponsors happy because okay, you know, the more money you spend the more you get for the bowl game. Like, let's say, okay, do you want to be a first-round bowl game? Do you want to be a quarterfinal bowl game, a semifinal bowl game? It's all on how much money you spend. You know, the Fiesta Bowl, that that would be a semifinal game. The Rose Bowl, that could be a semifinal yeah. game. I'm not against that except from the other side, where I'm pretty okay. sure the NC, where, where the NCAA is going to go, okay. But that means a team like Marshall – He's probably never seeing a bowl game again unless they get really, really good. Or, or there's a lot of that's going to eliminate a lot of schools from bowl games or make uh, at least three quarters of the bowl games totally meaningless. And I'm not saying that that's not necessarily a bad thing because there's too many bowl games. Let's, well, I mean, can we be honest here? How many of the bowl games are meaningful now? 
I got to be honest with you. I'm old enough, and you guys are got to be close if not old enough. I didn't really mind too much when there was just, you know, the yeah, Rose Bowl. Well, and the Yeah, when there was like seven or eight of them, and they all were relatively important. And they picked, you know, the, the press voted on who the winner was, and that was the end of it. There, I mean, every once in a while there'd be some controversy, but generally speaking, there wasn't a lot. Uh, for a while, you're right, but then, eventually, there was controversy, and there was a lot. You know, teams yeah, sharing but, titles. With, and with a big, Well, that was it. The biggest thing was, was the Rose Bowl. You automatically had to have the Pac-12 versus the Big Ten, and you couldn't have anybody else. Yeah. Well, and then somebody yeah. decided that there needed to be a, the AP poll and the coaches poll, and there used to be there was one poll, and that was it. There was no real argument on who right. was first you, you or had, not. You might have had USC ranked second versus Michigan that was ranked 12th, and, and then you had maybe number one versus number four. Like You couldn't really I determine. Mean, there wasn't a good way to determine. Right. I mean, no system's perfect, and maybe the playoff is a little bit – should probably get you the actual best team, Right. If you gotta Good, win, right. if you gotta win two, you're probably a better team. But it does eliminate again. It's going to make a lot of the season totally pointless for a lot of teams because there's no chance to get in a bowl game. Oh, that means anything. Well, again, I, like I said, I've argued this, and I'll, I'll keep arguing it to an extent. You're looking at, I mean, you're looking at a major issue in terms of right now, there's not a lot of, there's just not a lot of bowl games that are worth watching anymore. Well, none of them are. None of them mean a damn thing anymore. Yeah. I mean, it, it just doesn't make sense. I don't I mean, the only games that matter is the BCS, the bowl. I mean, the Rose bowl, it's true. they don't mean anything anymore. I mean, they've got some tradition, I suppose, but that's about it. In '97, before the BCS, you had number two um, Nebraska undefeated versus number three Peyton Manning in Tennessee with one loss. Of course, it was to Florida. You never did; it could beat Florida. And then you had Michigan number one playing Washington State, who was in the Pac-10 at the time. I think they were ranked maybe seventh or eighth. So uh, both won the top two teams that didn't get to play each other, and they they shared the I think the the Cornhuskers won the coaches poll and the yeah and the Wolverines won the AP and you know of course that was last year of it everybody took a sigh of relief where well, they went to BCS of course BCS was end up being a flawed system because of how they you know rank games I mean you have seven and five teams playing and if whatever one won it could schedule it could boost your strength of schedule and move you ahead. Thing. So they had to get away from that. Uh, I think if 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 they went to if 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 you go to every conference, I think what is there like nine or ten conferences now in the NCAA, and they Something may not like be the that. best teams for, for football. But that way, when you're somebody like Tulane or even Marshall, you can you can go in and say, "Hey, your kids want to have a chance to play." for a playoff position for the national title. Right now, they can't do that. Yeah. And if you if, if they did something like that and then took the rest of the large bids, like seven or eight, whatever it would be, then, you know, the small schools might have a fighting chance somewhat. Not, probably not as much now, but uh, with something like that, they probably could. Do you get where I'm getting at? 
I, I get where you're coming from. Like, I say do. If you, like say if Marshall won the conference USA, they could they would get an automatic bid. Yeah, it's an automatic bid. But yeah, the, I totally uh, understand but, that. But the coach. Well, I mean, they do that in basketball already. Yeah. Right. Well, they right? could. So, you know, they, the yeah. coaches go into your uh, parents' uh, house trying to recruit and say, "Hey, you can you can go here and still you, you don't have to go to Alabama or Clemson or whatever you know to." You can come here as well, but right now it's just the big schools have hold the keys right now. You know, and there's something else that we haven't touched on that I think helps for the argument of an expanded tournament, <laughs> and it, it kind of makes you chuckle a little bit. But it, I mean, it works. I mean, Division One Double A, One Triple A, they do it. They do it every year, yep. and it works. It works every single time. I don't know. Yeah, I don't well, know what know, the answer is, but it, I, I mean, I think, think we all. I think what what's been, and this this is what it boils down to, and this is my final word on it, just for me. It all boils down to the NCAA wants to control all the money, right? And the teams want more of the money. Well, and every decision comes down to. Power. And every decision is coming down to power and money, and that's that's what it is, and that's why these underneath conferences or these underneath divisions that have their 16-team tournaments every year that are exciting and fun, and that's why they exist and they don't fuss and fight about it because they're not getting... There's not millions and billions of dollars on the line. So that's that's my word on it. Until they can figure out a way to either share the wealth or somebody let somebody else lead, we're going to have this problem. It depends on whether you're looking at it from the sports side or the business side. And the NCAA doesn't give a squat about the sports side. They care Absolutely about the bus- they care about the business side. And we're we're kind of arguing in like, well, we'd like to see better football games and that sort of an angle and they don't really care about that. No, that they, they could they could give a damn about good football. Um <laughs> I mean that's and that's the truth. It is. It's a it's a fact. Uh, you know, as long as uh, they don't even care if anybody watches, as long as ESPN or ABC or whoever it is coughs up big money to put it on TV. They they don't care. Speaking of uh, speaking of the the uh, NCAA, Jeff, you want to weigh in one more? Anything else? Say, Gordon G. He's probably he says the uh, college football playoff, the twelve team proposals on life support, and more than likely when they have their. Uh, meeting in late September, they're going to. He's probably going to discuss how, like we said, money's going to be dispensed, dispersed, and all that. How is it going to work out? How's it going to benefit everybody? Just not like ten to fifteen teams uh, across the country. And I may have to work out some kind of a thing where it's all right if you're going to have twelve teams in the playoff, and the rest of us really don't have that much of a chance. Are we still going to? Are we going to get some kind of cut from this? Play, expanded playoff thing is there, you know, is every member team going to get you know two percent or four or whatever the hell it works out to so that there's a reason for us to vote yes for this yeah, i mean yeah. there and i'm sure there's going to be some greasing and some some politicking going on here you scratch my back well, I'll, I'll tell yours. you what you vote for the expanded college football playoff, and I'll vote for that their water polo thing, Majiggy. You, you've never been to Morgantown, and it shows. 
I ain't talking about Morgantown. Morgantown. Listen, let me tell you something. Morgantown is Southern Pennsylvania. Why okay. in the hell would anybody and want Gordon to? Gordon G sounds like an, and Gordon G sounds like a, a Brooklyn attorney compared like to years old. Yeah, uh, it's going to be like the Continental Congress. What can you do for me? How can you know? Exactly. It'll Current be Congress. <laughs> if, if there's a way for you to scratch my, and it might not even be sports related. It might be in a totally different area, but still have something to do with the NCAA. I guess that's athletics, but you know what I mean. Like it might not really be. I mean, there's a lot of NCAA sports and a lot of them that don't get funded very well. So there's a possibility that somebody's looking for money for something that, you know, like an up and coming sport like women's softball, which I think is a sport that they should pump some more uh, dollars and exposure into because it's actually entertaining to watch, but you don't see much about it. Or even the College World Series, it gets some press. But it could probably stand more, and I think pe- more people would watch it if it was accessible, or more accessible. Yeah. Golf. Good old golf. Maybe they, maybe NCAA needs to get in the in the uh, NASCAR business. <laughs> uh, golf, you, you know, you see a lot of the NCAA tournament uh, games on the Golf Channel. I mean, they show them, and even the. Uh, well, I mean, golf's a, uh, soccer's another one. You know, outside of the United States and Canada, it probably is the hugest sport in the world. And yet they don't really pump it a whole lot, although a lot of schools play. I mean, your own, your own backyard was the winner. And how many people even know that? Yeah. Very true. So, Very true. I don't know. All right, well, I'll tell you what. We, we've exhausted this subject for the most part here. Um, what we'll do is now I'm going to look. Um, actually, you know what? Let's go ahead and take a break. We'll take a quick timeout, and we'll be back right after this from our good friends at New Taylor & Associates, the uh, wonderful law offices, that beautiful new building in Beckley, West Virginia, they have that Tim and I got a tour of via Skype uh, not too long ago. It was very nice. Uh, but let's hear from our good friends, New Taylor and Associates, and we'll be back right after this. Personal injury, product liability, workplace accidents, mesothelioma law, social security disability, unfair insurance practices, family law, employment discrimination, and more. All this can be handled at New Law Office with Stephen P. New. It's New Law Office with Stephen P. New. You can get your free consultation today by calling one 800 208-9169 or 304-362-7345 for your free consultation. A new level of personal service, whether you've been injured or facing divorce or experiencing workplace discrimination, you can rely on compassionate, thorough representation from New Law Office. Be sure to contact Stephen P. New Law Office at newlawoffice.com or again, get your free consultation at one 800 203 9169 Stephen P. New answers to your legal questions. Are you tired of the same old average everyday lifestyle and the same old job that has you making less money than what you know you're worth? Well, you should head on over to stripcamfun.com. On stripcamfun, there are tons of eligible men and women waiting to perform for you, and you can join in on the fun yourself. Just head on over at stripcamfun.com where you can strip on cam and have some fun. If 
you get there right now, you'll get to see some of the most beautiful women, men, and whatever else your heart desires. And you can take advantage of the good times being had on stripcamfun.com. Make sure you get there right now and let them know that Wide Men Can't Jump brought you over. Because stripcamfun.com is not just for everyone. Must be 18 years of older to join in on the good times. Strip Cam Fun, be sure to visit right now. It's stripcamfun.com where you can strip on cam and have some fun. Thanks to our friends at New Taylor and Associates and, of course, our special friends at Strip Cam Fun for all they do for us here on Wide Men Can Jump. Great sponsors here on the show. Support them because they support us. All right, guys, let's stick with the NCAA for a few minutes here. A couple things to uh, to bring up. Has anybody seen the AP Top 25 poll yet? It was released last week. Right, what didn't you like about it? Oh, I'm just going to run through it here. Uh, Alabama in the one, Oklahoma two. Um, yeah, you see me roll my eyes at that. Clemson three, o- Ohio State four, Georgia five, Texas A&M six. Maybe the most surprising, Iowa State at seven, Cincinnati at eight. Uh, it must be preseason because here's Notre Dame at number nine, uh, North Carolina at ten, Oregon at eleven. Wisconsin, 12, Florida, 13, University of Miami, Florida, 14, uh, USC, again, it must be preseason, 15, LSU, 16, Indiana at 17, didn't expect that one, Iowa, 18, Penn State, 19, Washington, 20, Texas, 21, Coastal Carolina, 22, Louisiana, Lafayette, 23, Utah, 24, we love your wives. Welcome to Utah. 25, Arizona State. So there's Lafayette, your... Uh, that's pretty impressive. 23rd. Honestly, it is for them. They're, they're the old raging Cajuns, Cajuns, man. Gotta love them. Got to love uh, them. Indiana, if you remember, they had a... They beat Penn State last year. They had a pretty good year. They, I mean, they, they was really competitive with Ohio State for a little while. So. Yeah, they were. They were. But yeah, that's the top twenty-five for uh, for you know week zero, and we're gonna have picks for week zero coming up. Betting picks. You can you can be rest assured that of that top twenty-five by the end of week two, it will look like a littered minefield landscape. <laughs> yes, it will. But I tell you what, guys, here's what I want to uh, to do here. You know how we did with the uh, the NFL last week? We had some picks, and we're going to go back to the NFL here soon. But let's go ahead and have some fun here. Let's do our preseason conference winner picks. All right, so does that sound like a, a good idea for you guys? Yeah, it's fine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I love you, Tim. All right. I know. We're going to start the ACC. Now, what I'm going to do here with the ACC, they've got two divisions, Atlantic and Coastal. Okay? Give me one from the Atlantic, one from the Coastal, and then you can pick the uh, the eventual winner in the ACC championship game here that we're going to have. Okay? Here's the Atlantic. Boston College, Clemson, Florida State, Louisville, North Carolina State, Syracuse, Wake Forest. Tim, we'll start with you. Clemson, of course. I, I agree 100%. Clemson. Jeff? Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, whatever. Three of us. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of the easy pick there. Coastal, Duke, Georgia Tech, Miami, North Carolina, Pittsburgh, Virginia, Virginia Tech. Tim, who's playing Clemson in that championship game? North Carolina. Okay. Jeff? Um, I believe I believe North Carolina as well. I do think that Miami will be better this year though. I, I'm I'm picking Miami. I think Miami pulls it off. I think they uh I think they will play Clemson in the in the in the title game. That's my pick. Now does let me ask you this. Wasn't Notre Dame in the uh conference championship with Clemson last year? Now that I, I don't know. Not, I know it's not saying that in, they're not in that division, but they got some kind of rule where they, I believe they were in it. Remember, they played twice last year against Clemson. Once at the beginning of the year, Notre Dame. Oh, beat I'll tell you. Well, they're, I believe, though, that this year they're independent again. Yeah, okay. you're right, Jeff. They were. They were. In the yeah, last year, last year they were, but I think they went in independent again. I think that was because of COVID. COVID, okay. Okay. Yeah. Notre Dame entered the championship game. Uh, historically, has been independent, but played the 2020 season as a member of the ACC because of the delayed start of the season and factors related to COVID-19. So according, to the, according to this, there are seven uh, independents. Army, BYU, Liberty, New Mexico State, Notre Dame, UConn, and UMass, according to this. Take that for what it's worth. Okay. Well... We all got Clemson against North Carolina. I took Miami. Um, Tim, who wins? Who's the ACC champion? Mm, okay, this is probably Clemson, as much as that pains me. Jeff? Clemson. Yeah, it's Clemson. I mean, Dabo Sweeney's boys are going to be tough to, to take down. Unless some COVID gets in the way. Not okay. necessarily of Clemson, but of some other places possibly. Again, too. you just don't know with that. All right, let's let's move over now. We're just going to do the Power Five. I'll make it easy on you guys. All right, Big 12. Uh, they do a championship. Uh, Cincinnati in the AAC. They could be a. Yeah, they could be as well. Well, I mean, obviously we think Cincinnati is going to win the AAC, right? I mean, w- would we all agree there? Who else is somebody would really East have to Carolina, come Houston, Memphis, Navy, SMU, South Florida, Temple, Tulane, Tulsa, or UCF? Well, we could give them a game, maybe. I don't think you. This ain't the UCF of old, though. No, there's Houston. No, oh, Houston could. Yeah, possibly. All right. Well, I'm going to go over to the Big Twelve now. Here's a. Uh, Interesting, interesting bunch here. Now I'm not gonna, we're not gonna pick a title game because they don't have divisions. Yeah, we're just gonna. I thought they went to divisions. Um, well, not according to this. I think they just. I, picked, know, I know what it is. They take the top two. They just take the top two. Yeah, they do have a championship game. They do. Um, but they don't have a division. So, Baylor, Iowa State, Kansas, Kansas State, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, TCU, Texas. Texas Tech, West Virginia. Tim, who's your pick to win that conference? You know, you know who I like out of that. I, I'm I'm a very skeptical of Oklahoma and Iowa State. I don't know about that. Okay. Uh, I kind of like Texas. Texas. Okay. Yeah. Could very well happen. Jeff, who are you going with? Uh, I hate to go chalk, but I will say OU as well. Okay. Oklahoma. I'm actually going to go Iowa State. Um, 
I, I've watched enough Oklahoma and Texas over the years to see how overconfident they get and how they can easily blow games. I think Iowa State's got a nice foundation, and they're building, and they've built a nice program there, and they've had success in the past, and I think Iowa State can uh, can win that conference. I mean, we clearly know who it's not going to be. Yeah, West Virginia. There you go. <laughs> and that's hey, no, yeah, no getting, knock on West getting Virginia. Better. But they're getting better, they're, by they're, God. They're, they're certainly not winning the conference. Unless well, it's I mean, really, it's a, can't it's rule it out totally, I guess, but that would be an upset. Of, rebuilding year, right? Rebuilding. Yeah, right, right. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Been rebuilding for a lot of years. Um, all right. So you're talking to a Michigan fan. Well, speaking of Michigan, we're heading there. The Big Ten. The Big Ten. If my computer will load, the Big Ten. <laughs> oh, man. I so, love Why is it called the Big Ten? Was it initially only 10 teams at one point? Yes, it was. And that's why the Big 12 used to be the Big 12. Because I guess the Big 14 doesn't really roll off the tongue, does it? No, no, it doesn't. Then it went to 11 teams. And actually, the logo looked like. There was eleven inside the like the Big Ten letters. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on, guys. My, I could probably run the Big Ten teams off of my. What do you want to know? Well, my my laptop is being a little slow. We'll do it the old fashioned. I got it here. We'll do it the old fashioned way. I got the phone. Uh, and we'll just do it this way. I don't know why my I'm plugged directly in, but yet my computer wants to be kind of slow sometimes. I guess when you're running about 18 different, uh, you got too many windows open, my friend. I don't have windows. I got different well, or, what, or whatever you're doing. Well, you got to remember how many people right now are using this internet. So, because unlike normal well, people, we we don't believe in watching television. I was we gonna say one of TV. one of you and Angie. We stream everything here. I mean, that's a very loose interpretation of people, but. <laughs> very much so. <laughs> oh, man. So, so far, we're looking at Clemson and Texas for Tim, Clemson, Iowa State for me, Clemson, Oklahoma for Jeff as I stall for time. I mean, all Jeff's doing is just taking the top ranked team that he's seeing. Yeah, it's sad. I hate doing that, really. That's something I don't do that. It is, uh, we're two conferences in. It's top, okay. Top, College basketball. That's something I, I, I don't. I don't pick chalk in. But okay, if you can't pull that up soon, I'm just going to take over this segment. Uh, all right, you might go ahead because I'm okay. So what do you want? Internet's uh, struggling. Big. You uh, want to go to the, the Big, Big Ten? Ten. Yeah. Okay. My in, in the East, right we have Indiana, Maryland, Michigan State, Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State, and Rutgers. Hmm. So we know who it won't be. Uh, Rutgers. Um. <laughs> Tom Robinson's back, ladies and gentlemen. It won't be Rutgers and it won't be Michigan. So never uh, Rutgers, never. Jeff, who do you who do you like in the East? Um, I like the Buckeyes. Yeah. I'm not going to ask for the next one, Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I have to agree with Jeff. Ohio State's uh, tough to beat. But here I put my foot in my mouth and say, yeah, it's going to be Ohio State more than likely. Uh, against them, honestly. They're, it, well, I mean, who's, I mean, okay, Indiana's kind of an upstart. Penn State, I, I don't have a lot of faith in Penn State. 
Unless they got the ghost of Paterno on the side. I'm not buying Penn State. I still don't believe their team still, they they still don't shower over at Penn State. So, (laughs) not only that. Oh, well, folks, it's been good. We almost made it to 200. (laughs) Uh, Okay, let's look at the West. Uh, uh, Obviously, the weaker of the two, I would say. Uh, It's a very good guess, yes. uh, Illinois, Iowa. Minnesota, Nebraska, Northwestern, Purdue, and Wisconsin. Mm. Jeff, Wisconsin, eh? I like Scanson. <laughs> well, you would. <laughs> They're the highest ranked. So uh, of course you I will say this. Uh, look, at, look out for Minnesota this year. I'm going to say look out for Minnesota because Minnesota's going to take it. I don't think Wisconsin's going to be that up to snuff. I think it'll, you'll see – the golfers, hell yeah, go golfers. The golfers, they're going to be playing. They're going to be the, playing the. They're going to be playing the Buckeyes for the Big Twelve Championship. Now, is, that game, the, is that game for the jug or is that Paul Bunyan's axe? Minnesota I think it's Paul Bunyan's axe. Okay. I think. Uh, you want me to kill all the golfers on the on the course? <laughs> oh well, welcome back, Nate's internet. <laughs> oh, there you go. Well, uh, <laughs> Well, that being said, I'll just start uh, working again. I kind of like Iowa there, so uh, we can go from we can go from there. Okay, so Tim likes Iowa. So who wins? Who wins the Big Ten? Is it Ohio State? As we all three took, is it Iowa? Is it Minnesota? Rutgers defeats Northwestern in the battle of the century. Uh, uh, Tim, who who do you take to win it all? Uh, in Ohio State. <laughs> Jeff. I've got the Buckeyes. Yeah, I'm with you as well. Not fun, but it is the the way of the world, unfortunately. That's one I hope we're wrong on. Yeah, me too. I'm actually hoping hoping that I'm wrong on the ACC too, but oh well. Uh, What can you do there? All right. Let's, uh, oh shit, click the wrong thing. All right, let's go to the Pac-12, which may be the Pac-12. 50 by now who knows uh all right here's the teams arizona state arizona cal colorado oregon oregon state go beavers stanford ucla usc utah washington washington state you're not going with a north and south in the top 12 they're north south there certainly is okay well hold on let me uh I don't know why it didn't pull that up for me. It should have. Um, okay. Yeah. Let me get there. I clicked the wrong button again. My, my I, I've, I've shit the bed all night, guys. See, uh, I told you jokingly that we should probably have Cade running this show. And I we think probably maybe, should. I think right. maybe we might have to try to He's sign him up. You have two hours of a kid talking about, look at that big motor, Tim. Uh, <laughs> All right. Um, Priceless. Here we go. Cal, here we go. Pac-12 North, Cal, Oregon, Oregon State, Stanford, Washington, Washington State. Tim, who takes the North? Oh, bloody, I don't uh, (laughs) Based on absolutely nothing, Oregon, I guess. Mm, Jeff? Uh, We'll go with uh, Stanford. Well, look out. Hey, Jeff's in the house. Jeff's internet (laughs) must have failed, too. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> um 
I'm going to go with uh, I'm actually going to go with the Huskies from Washington. That'll be, be number two on my list. All right, now let's go south. Arizona State, Arizona, Colorado, UCLA, USC, Utah. Tim. I almost feel like I'm breaking a law to pick any of these teams. but And I cannot pick USC. So uh, I'll take Arizona State. Jeff? Uh, Utah has a transfer, I think, from either Texas Tech or Baylor quarterback. Uh, I think he's the starter now. So I think that uh, they're going to win, take that division. Yeah, I'm going with the Utes as well. The two Utes, uh, I'm taking them for sure. You guys are just looking for more wives. <laughs> Can't even get one. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want more than one. Trust me. Yeah, you got that right. Yeah, All right. Enough. Tim, who's winning the Pac-12? Uh, well, uh, Oregon. All right, Tim takes Oregon. Jeff. I got the Utes. Well, you couldn't take Stanford. I'm also taking the Utes to win the Pac-12. All right. Now we're going to have some fun. We're headed over to the conference that's so good that everybody wants to go play there. So it seems. (laughs) We're going to head to the SEC. SEC, SEC. Mount Mama, SEC, take me home. All right. Let's go to the SEC East, or as they call it, the easy road to the SEC title game. Florida, Georgia, Kentucky, Missouri, South Carolina, Tennessee, Vanderbilt. Tim. God damn, there's some ugly at the bottom of that list. Ain't wow. it? It just gets worse alphabetically there until it ends in that disaster that is Vanderbilt. Um, you know, I like Georgia, but God damn, I don't trust them. I'll take Florida. Jeff? Uh, I like JT Daniels, Georgia's quarterback. I think they'll uh, go to the SEC title game. I agree. I'm going to Georgia. I, I agree 100%. I'm taking Georgia as well. All right, guys. Here it is. SEC West or Murderer's Row, as it could be called. Alabama, Arkansas, Auburn, LSU, Mississippi State, Ole Miss, Texas, A&M. Tim. Okay, I'm going to break the mold here. My brain tells me one thing. Okay. I can't, I, but I can't pick them. I'll okay. Take, I'll take Texas A&M. I cannot, okay. pick, I cannot pick Alabama. Jeff? Uh, I'm going to go with Alabama, but I'm going to say that Alabama beats Georgia in the uh-huh. SEC title game, knocks Georgia out, and A&M's only loss this year will beat Alabama, and they'll get in the playoff. Hmm, look at you. I'm I taking say, Bama. <laughs> I would say, though, that if there's, in recent memory anyway, if there is a year where Alabama might not be as good as they usually are, it might yeah. be this year. Yeah. Quarterback Very possible. Be the big thing. Yeah. yeah, we don't really know what they've got at quarterback. Yeah, I mean, he might turn out to be as good as all the other guys, but we don't know that yet. Apparently, Matt Jones is already a Hall of Famer, so he's got a lot to live up to. <laughs> yeah, he's a Hall, Matt Jones is a Hall of Famer, and Tracy Lawrence is a bust. So, Trevor Lawrence. 
Lawrence. Or Trevor. Tracy Lawrence was a – Tracy was also a bust. You got to look at that. Not oh, Tracy dude. Chapman. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, at least I got the – it's the country singer, you goof. Tracy Lawrence. What was his big song? I have no idea. <laughs> Wasn't that the uh, – didn't he Good do that auctioneer song? No, that's uh, that's Michael Martin Murphy, I think. Oh Somebody yeah, 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 yeah. You're, you're, you're. I don't know what. Tra- I mean, Tracy Lawrence was. You need him. Yeah, Tracy Lawrence is a big star. I mean, he's so. Time marches on. That was it. I don't even know that one. Time marches on. Mind you, I don't live in the South. So. Time marches on. Yeah. Maybe next time, instead of Tracy Lawrence, I'll call him Martin Lawrence. Oh God. <laughs> that'll that'll get the conversation rocking. Um, so who's I'm with the SEC? The radio. Who, who's listening? <laughs> God. <laughs> who's winning the SEC, Tim? <laughs> uh, anybody but Alabama. All right, so you picked it would either be Florida or I'll, Texas. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'll take Texas A and M. All right, Jeff. Uh, I got the Crimson Tide. Um, I'll agree. Boy, you've Jeff, got, what, what picks got Jeff the Crimson Tide, Jeff? <laughs> Jeff, what picks? Did you, when you fill out a bracket, are they all the one seeds in the finals? Oh, my God. Well, not in basketball. <laughs> basketball not, uh, yeah. All the time. Uh, <laughs> we'll sneak in some twos when there's, when there's no ones left. I mean. Sadly, we're going to look back on this and say, yeah, talk, talk, talk again. Yeah, we'll probably look back on it and be like, you know, we should have listened to Jeff, shouldn't we? Yeah, hopefully, I mean, hopefully it doesn't. I hope, I'd like to see Alabama get beat. I'd like to see Clemson. I'd like to see them all get beat in a different flavor. I just don't see it happening. I, I agree. I, no, I, we might get lucky and one of them might not I get picked, in there. The reason I picked it. against Oklahoma is because I have an intense hatred for, for Oklahoma. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like that. But um, And I also think Oklahoma will choke this year. I mean, they you don't have any do. – I mean, I didn't take Alabama because I hate them, but you know how hard I had to fight not to take Michigan? Even though I know they're not going to win anything, but I still wanted to pick them. Uh, oh, man. Let's see here. Right, Let's... Some, of the, uh, what, some of the not Power 5 conferences, but who sticks out, like some of the teams. Okay. I guess. Um, you said uh, Lafayette and then uh, Cincinnati. Lafayette and... there. Cincinnati's a pretty good score pretty good team um uh, of course notre dame's the independent in notre dame uh, yeah armies are as army are they independent i don't know they are an independent school. army is air force is in what is in the mountain west yeah i think they're in the mountain west where's navy uh they're in the um aac i believe i don't even know where does navy play out of i don't even know somewhere near the water uh, Somewhere on the east uh, and or west coast, Tim. (laughs) Thanks, Nathan. Maryland, Maryland, Annapolis. Yeah, yeah. that's it. That's where the Naval Academy is. (laughs) I thought I'd help. (laughs) Hell, solid help. (laughs) Thank you. Conference USA's got uh, Marshall. Uh, Conference USA's always got a couple teams that just they'll scare you, depending on who they are and who you got to play. Every year, uh, okay, let's, let's look yeah. at who, who's the team that, while we all know they're, they're not going to be really, really great. Is there somebody that's going to pull off, a uh, let's beat Michigan in week one kind of move. 
an Abbey State team. And, uh, yeah. Is, is there somebody yeah. like that that kind the of Sun still Belt got, The Sun Belt's got Coastal Carolina, man. They're tough. They were yeah, tough. Yeah, that's a tough out. And uh, Louis, actually, the Sun Belt has not only do they have Coastal Carolina, they've got Louisiana Raging Cajuns as well in the Sun Belt. So there you go. So there, there's two teams that, while they may not. Top 25 teams. I mean, and Appy State's in there. Yeah, they might uh, not see uh, uh, the playoff, but they they may have hold a hand in who ends up taking a loss somewhere along the line. Absolutely. When is the uh, Clemson-Georgia game? Is it the first week, I guess? I think it's uh, week one. Man, that's big time. It's a big game. Yeah, they used to be uh, pretty big three. rivals in the 80s and stuff when they both won both of them won back-to-back championships, like I think it was 80 and 81 maybe. Number three versus number five. Well, you've got, I mean, there's not a lot of huge, huge games the first week, but there's already enough ranked teams that are playing each other that somebody's taking an, an, an L. Yeah, yeah. And they're in trouble if, okay, like you've got even like week one, you've got, uh, you got Ohio State's playing Minnesota. Yeah, that's a that's an interesting game, too. In and, Minnesota. Uh, in Minnesota, and OSU's getting 13 and a half. That's a pretty low line for them. So uh, that could get I mean, in, that's that's, a, and that's a that's a Thursday night game. Yeah, on television on yeah. Fox, no less. Yeah, that's a that should that could get interesting. Uh, I mean, that's a that's one actually to watch. Thursday night. Thursday night, there are four ranked teams playing, not playing each other, but it's uh, Coastal Carolina and the Citadel, Utah and Weber State, Ohio State and Minnesota, and then Arizona State and Southern Utah. So a lot of ranked teams kicking off the season there. And then got, Friday, North Carolina and Virginia Tech in Blacksburg. That's an early tough test for North Carolina because it's hard yeah, to go into Blacksburg and get a win. Oh yeah, it's, I, don't I mean, do we have? Is there any chance? The is there any chance that Alabama loses Week One? Playing Miami in Miami. Tough game. I mean, that ain't a, it ain't a gimme, that's for sure. I'll tell you what, I'd take the points in that game. 18 and a half. I'd take the points in that one. I mean, you've got, on, on Saturday, you've got uh, Oklahoma plays Tulane, so that's probably a win. Indiana uh, and Iowa play each other. Week one, got, that's 17 and 18. you got uh, number 12, Wisconsin, against number 19, Penn State. Wow, what yeah. a, what, here's a big yeah. game to kick off the season. Texas and Louisiana Tech, the Raging Cajuns. There's just, there's some pretty good games on week one. Week one's going to be fun. I honestly, well, Louisiana, like I, Louisiana Tech's different from or I mean, well, Lafayette. Lafayette's what I meant. I'm sorry. Oh, okay, yeah, that is a big game. It's 21 and 23 playing each other. So yeah, go Raging Cajuns. Yeah, I hope they win. Actually, Notre Dame's got a pretty tough I mean, game in the season. They're playing. I mean, you, you're and you're looking at a, a three or a five is going to have a loss after week one. I will give Clemson plays, Clemson plays Georgia. I will give so college somebody's losing. a lot of credit. They have really tried their best in years past to make it interesting the opening week. Yep. They have done that. Now, don't get me wrong. They could do better. But honestly, this is a very big opening week. And we will have picks against the spread next week for the top 25. Are you boys Notre excited? Shame play? Uh, Notre Shame, they've got uh, Florida State. For Apologies people. to Nick and Ed. Because they're big Notre Dame fans. But sorry, guys, you know how we feel. 
they got Florida State, and it's on a Sunday, and it's in Tallahassee. Ooh. Yeah, so. What is, Ooh. how did Notre Dame's going to play on a Sunday? They are. Wow. Jesus. That's exactly. Well, I mean, you've got to talk to him before the game. Is that a is that a normal occurrence? No, not very often. It's gonna well, college football on Sundays not really a well, normal. Well, there's no occurrence. NFL that day. Smart. Yeah, it's on. And it, yeah, I guess guess it's on at uh, seven thirty on national it television. So, it is. yeah, it is. Yeah. I mean, that's a smart move on their part too. But we'll be picking against the spread next week uh, for that. Actually, right now, guys, I think we should go ahead and. Uh, Give some week zero picks against the spread. What's uh, week zero? You know, week zero, there's games this week. They call it week zero. I'll be calling somebody else's zero here in a minute. I don't know. If the shoe fits. <laughs> they do sometimes. Uh, I'm trying to find the list of the games. I'm going to try and find the spreads for them as well. Cause there, I think there's four games this weekend. There's five Saturday games and then Wednesday there's a game and then there's a slew on Thursday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, obviously yeah. coming up. But. Well, let me just go over to our betting website here and see what we can find. That's the quickest. Honestly, that's the quickest way to find the, uh, well, you'll get the games and the odds at least there. So, yeah. Apparently, our uh, side is down. <laughs> that's a shame. <laughs> well, that's, uh, that's funny because it doesn't seem to be. Hold on. Like, is the site down or is your internet garbage? No, my internet's working. Well, it's not working very good because I'm in there. So. Oh, are you? Well, let me, let me yep. <laughs> I must have clicked something wrong. I don't know. I think there might have to be a purge here. Okay. I, might have to, I might have to take over this show. It's working now. It's working now. My apologies. I don't know what happened a minute ago. It just wasn't working. Yeah, every once in a while it'll glitch up or there's too many oh, right. whatever. Look at all that money that's in here. <laughs> oh, now that's a balance that will shake fear into the hearts of men. Shake fear into the hearts of me, that's for sure. Uh, okay. <laughs> all right, let's look at this weekend. We got one, two, three, four. I got four games here in front of me. With spread, so that'll be the four we go with. Sound good to you, fellas? Yeah. All right. Illinois, Nebraska is at Illinois. Plus seven to Illinois. Hmm. We need to keep track of this somehow, Ooh. how we all do. Mm. Anybody got a piece of paper and a pen want to keep track of this? Mm. Hold on. I'll just uh, I'll do it over here. All right. I'll keep, I'll transfer it over to something. Uh, all right. So what do we got here now? Nebraska versus Illinois. Okay. Illinois is getting seven. Nebraska, uh, Illinois, and Illinois plus seven, you said? Yep. All right. All right. Who wants to kick off the, uh, the picks? So that'll be bald. Yeah. Jeff takes Alabama. <laughs> oh, can I get a ranking for those teams? <laughs> yeah. Who's the highest ranked? I'll take them. <laughs> i tell you what, Nebraska's had some, uh, maybe under fire for some uh, 
violations, I believe, haven't they? Recruiting, maybe? Potentially. I mean, I, I honestly, I don't really know that much. Scott Frost. Uh, but I say they go into uh, Champaign and Hammer, Illinois. And they cover the spread. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna agree with Jeff. I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take Nebraska as well. Seven's not that big of a spread, so I'll definitely I, take it. I, I have to concur on that. So that's a sweep, which means so. Congratulations, Illinois. Yeah, go Illinois, <laughs> fighting Illinois, baby. Uh, all right, next game. I've got Connecticut at Fresno State. Connecticut God. is <laughs> traveling a little bit, aren't they? Well, well, you, here's the spread. 27 and a half points for Connecticut. Well, the fact they're going to have jet lag and they're not nowhere near as good as Fresno. I'm going to say Fresno covers the 27 and a half. 27 and a half is a lot of points. Sure is. But I agree. Fresno State, though, they cover. <laughs> There's some expert analysis. There is. There is. Yeah, I'm going to go for the <laughs> state as well. <laughs> I enjoyed that. Uh, all right, so you boys are both taking Fresno. Yeah, even though, like, UConn is bad. <laughs> they are bad, but uh, we, are they 27? I game being like 70 to 17 or something. Yeah, it could, get, it could be one of those. All right, fair enough. I, I don't really know a lot about them, so I'll, I'll go with the. The Jeff method. I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're going to call it from now on. All right. Uh, next game, the Hawaii are traveling to UCLA. Hawaii is getting 17 and a half. I like the Bruins. Oh, yeah, you're not wrong there, though. I mean, Hawaii, you can sometimes pick them when the game's in Hawaii. Because the travel and all that can sometimes get a little crazy. Yeah. But Hawaii's not very good either. So I have no problem taking Hawaii there. You're taking Hawaii with the points? Yep. Or no, I mean, I know I'm taking UCLA to come. Oh, okay. I'm taking UCLA as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm not taking Hawaii for anything. And. Last game, New Mexico State at home hosting UTEP. New Mexico State, 10 points they're getting. University of Texas, El Paso. Formerly Texas Western. Uh, They're having a little border trouble down there right now, so I think that could be an issue for them. It could be. (laughs) I like New Mexico State and the points. Well, I was going with you. I'll take New Mexico State as well. I like the points there at home. Yeah. I didn't know that the Jeff method involved politics, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not really politics. I mean. <laughs> trouble at the border? Well, I don't know what I mean, else that would why be. Why not, but, right? Why not? Don't have nothing uh, to do with, like, senators or Congress. It's just they're having trouble. Illegal aliens? It's a a distraction. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the the things I want to say right now that cannot and won't. Uh, Who are you taking, Tim? I'm going to take uh, UTEP. Screw you both. All right, so Tim goes off the board. 
Well, just we got to we pick the same. So that at least one game, somebody's going to either lose or win on that All one. Right. So. Yeah. All right, there's those picks. That's that's week zero right there, folks, that we just uh, ran through. Now, what we'll have to do, too, is we'll have to keep track of Jeff's score, particularly to see if the Jeff method actually works or not. <laughs> what, picking the better, picking the yeah, team? Yeah, because if that will, well, you got to think, that's only got to do six out of ten. If you can go 60% with the Jeff method, you're doing better than Vegas. That's true. So you might want to you might want to adopt the Jeff method. Maybe Copy, we'll... the copyright and the <laughs> trademark patent pending and all that. Jeff the Jeff method. The Jeff method sounds like a way to meet women. <laughs> I thought it was. Well, it is. I mean, if I thought it kind of sounded like a way money. to keep your your wife from getting pregnant was the Jeff make method. Make more money. <laughs> make more money. <laughs> All right, let's do this. Let's shift gears. Let's talk a little bit here. I got a couple of NBA stories we need to touch on, and then we'll jump back over to the NFL. All right, let's look at a few things here from the NBA side of things, right? I believe we touched on it last week that we didn't know. um, I don't know if we had it on the show. I don't think we did. But Giannis has bought into the Milwaukee Brewers. He likes beer. No, well, makes sense. I mean, well, who doesn't? Now, didn't Aaron Rodgers buy into the Brewers as well? I think Aaron Rodgers actually bought into the Bucks. Hmm. Okay. Others, now, who's going to buy LeBron, in? Oh, no LeBron, buy bought in, LeBron bought into the uh, the Red Sox. Yeah, right. No one can buy into the Packers. So they yeah, the Packers. Nobody can buy into the Packers. That's not happening. Um. But yeah, the. Uh, he purchased a stake in the Milwaukee Brewers, and uh, yeah, Patrick Mahomes also. He bought into the the Royals a while back, so uh, that was the story there. Giannis buying in, I think it's kind of cool. I mean, it says here that he wants to stay loyal to Milwaukee, and he said he'd never really watched a lot of baseball before until he came to uh, the United States. But uh, he he really gets. He seems like he enjoys oh, it. And we, we talked about it a little bit off air that uh, for what the team is actually worth, even if he put in like $10 million, it gets him like half a percent or something. Yeah, I mean, like that. Well, like it's it, a good investment, though. Well, I mean, it's not a, if he put in $10 million and he makes back 11 that's a good investment. Who's going to argue that? Yeah. You know, so it's probably a pretty safe bet because usually those teams very rarely do they depreciate upon sale. You know, usually when the a sports franchise gets sold, it's usually worth more than what the guy bought it for. Oh yeah. Almost every time. Yeah. Not very I can't often. Think of any, I can't think of anybody that's bought into a sports team. And then when they went to sell it, they actually were worth less. Like, I can't ever think of that happening. Well, unless they sell the Raiders, of course. <laughs> well, really, Al Davis's method of moving is actually enhanced. Oh yeah, that's teams. he's made nothing but that's the only reason he was moving. Yeah, and other teams too. They've been like you know, Baltimore went to Indy, and you know we had expansion teams, and so on. They've, I mean, what he did was, I mean, I know you guys harp on the Raiders, but with him doing that, that was gave a lot of the owners leverage. And, uh, in that case, and like where they can move, and the I don't dislike the Raiders. I dislike John Gruden. 
I, I'm, I'll never pick on there. the. I won't pick on the business end of their franchise. It's the on the field stuff that they do that makes me shake my head. Yeah. Did you guys see Al Davis's kid? What a goofy looking son of a bitch that guy. Is. Have you seen him? Wow. Man. No, come on. Man. Look at this guy. This is the goofiest looking dude. Oh, I'm, I'm not. Seen. I wasn't looking at that. I was looking at something else that we'll have to talk about here, right? Too sweet. We'll talk about it in a second. I'm sending you this picture, Tim. This is the goofiest looking dude. Now, this is Mark Davis. Mark Davis. Mark Davis. This friggin' quirky Romano haircut he's got going on. <laughs> I never oh, knew he'd be prejudiced, Nathan. Not being prejudiced, he's just goofy looking. Yeah, I mean, I didn't know that the white man can't jump stood for uh, the dislike of the disabled. I'm just, I'm just telling you. Are you, are you sending this picture like by carrier pigeon? Or? Uh, I'm trying to do it on my computer and it's just failing miserably. <laughs> Jesus. Uh. It's, I'm trying to send it to you over Facebook, but it's just That's like, what I assumed when I failed to see anything. So I now Mark, Mark Davis is a goofy-looking bastard, man. It, it's not even funny. Is he ugly? Is he weirder looking than Adam Silver? Yes. Oh, because that's saying something. Because Adam Silver looks like, no offense to him, an alien who might be suffering from an incurable disease of some sort. This terrible, terrible haircut that he rocks is just ridiculous yeah and he's he's probably close to a billionaire and he can't get a good oh, haircut yeah he absolutely is close to a billionaire there you go i just sent it to you oh jesus <laughs> okay Thank yeah you, that's, that is not a he looks like um uh, the guy from dumber and D- dumb and dumber <laughs> oh uh, <laughs> lloyd christmas, Lo- lloyd christmas yeah. yeah he looks like him with a haircut, anyway. Uh, multi-billionaire. <laughs> well, that's the only way you get away with that kind of a haircut. Yeah, otherwise, that right. otherwise, somebody's beating you up in the parking lot and taking <laughs> your lunch money. But anyway, let's uh, jump back over here. Um, Milwaukee Bucks have re-signed Mike Budenholzer. Three-year extension for him after winning an NBA championship. And I even said it. I said if he loses this year and they don't get to the finals... He ain't going to have a job, and uh, he's got one now for another three years, so they say. So, Budenholzer, extension in Milwaukee. Uh, Josh Richardson, he is now a Celtic and will be getting an extension of $24 million. Terry Rose, what is uh, it? Budenholzer came a long way after the Game 5 game uh, with the uh, Nets. Oh, yeah, big time. Everybody's writing him off. Well, I mean, that's what I said. I said, if they lose that series, he's done. He's done, yeah. He's done. And next morning on the, all the morning shows, they was for showing him. So, yeah, I mean, I talked, to, uh, I talked to Bart Winkler. He said if they lose the series, he's done. And he pretty much said so. And But he saved his job there. Uh, Terry Rozier is getting a four-year, $97 million max contract extension with the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, Rozier back with the Hornets for more years there. And let's see here. I'm going oh, to move. Last, last two basketball stories. Nerland's Noel suing Clutch 
uh, Clutch Sports Agency and Agent Rich Paul for $58 million for quote-unquote costing him money and potential salary when he was a client. One of the dumbest things I've ever heard. We kind of talked about this off air, that this was a guy who he turned down a, what was it, $80 million extension or something like that. And, and he's blaming his agent because his agent said, you're a, you're a hundred million dollar man when he signed him. Oh man. Have you ever, have you ever heard of a, of a player wanting to give the money back when his agent got him a contract he didn't deserve or didn't live up to? Mm. You know, like the, wasn't it Jamarcus Russell that gave back some money in the NFL? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> right. Okay, yeah. but 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 my point being is it's the agent's fault that I didn't get enough. But you never ever hear him say, "Well, man, you did your job." So you know, Bobby Bonilla's not giving the money back. <laughs> <laughs> well, he hasn't got it all yet either. That's no, true. Because he's so smart that. <laughs> well, actually, I shouldn't say that. His agent was so smart. I don't know that Bobby was, but. I guess he had that agent, so good for him. Yeah. Oh, that's just funny. All right. Um, but, yeah, just kind of silly on his part. I don't know if he'll get anything. But, hey, good good luck, kid. Uh, take, take him down. And, finally, ESPN has removed Rachel Nichols from all NBA programming and is now canceling the jump. Wow. Yeah, it won't be no use to watch the jump anymore. Uh, they're not dumb enough to try to put somebody else hosting it. They'll give it another name and slap somebody else in the seat. But it ain't, I don't know. I don't know what they think. Typical it, ESPN. It's not much because I, I, I don't know what, what, what reason could you give. Like, it's not because nobody does. You know, people watch that show quite clearly. She's pretty popular as far as I know. Um, she's popular with uh, Jimmy Butler fans. I know she's, that. She's popular with all well, the players like her. So, like from a business, I mean, you have to assume that it's something personal. Like it can't be from the business side, or if it is, I don't know what it would be because if they ain't making money off the jump shit, then they ain't making money off anything. It's. It's just that mentality of nowadays, and I'm not going to get into the politicalness of it. Um, I'm surprised. Taking her off of the NBA programming didn't surprise me, but canceling the whole show kind of shocked me. Um, you know, obviously she's going to have repercussions for what happened. Are they? Whether, are they? Whether are you, they, agree, whether yeah, you are they agree or disagree. Because they lost, because the other woman ended up walking and they didn't get her either. Are they mad at her? So they might be. I don't know. You know, maybe that's part of when I say personal, I'm, that's what I'm talking about. So she's not, not doing is, any NBA stuff at all. None. She doesn't work for the network anymore. Does she, wow. Rachel Nichols, did they remove her from the network? As far as I know, she was sent I just saw they took her off of. Uh, well, what else are they going to do with her? I mean, Jesus, if you're going to pay her, put her on the jump for Christ's sake. That seems pretty stupid. Mind you, this is also ESPN. But I tell you, Fox—they usually save some people. They save uh, Cowherd and um, a couple. I mean, if she things. isn't with them, she'll be working for somebody else right shortly. Yeah, yeah. 
I'm it's, trying to see if she's been well, actually her, fired. Her Wikipedia, her Wikipedia says she is a television was a television host for ESPN. So I'm going to assume. According to this, her status with the network is still unknown. We haven't seen where she's been fired, but she also hasn't. They've also taken her off all that other stuff. So I don't know if they're going to actually fire her or. If they're going to, hey Rachel, there's always a place for you at Wide Men Can't Jump. Okay, always a spot. Where, and you know what? You can say whatever you want. We don't care. No. Say whatever you want. Oh. Uh, okay, she's got. Okay, this is probably what they're doing. She was pulled. They canceled her show. She's been pulled from all NBA coverage. She has just over a year remaining on her contract. Ah, they're going to let her sit at home and pay her. That's so what they're, they'll do. Yeah, they're just going to put her on the shelf, and when her contract is up, they'll that'll be the end of it, and they don't have to announce that they fired her or that yep. she quit or anything else. Yep. How much more does she have? How much more time on her contract? It says just over a year. Oh, okay. So, Here's a one-year vacation, Rachel Nichols. Well, they, she probably has something in her contract. If they let her go or fire her, they probably got a severance her and all probably, of that. And that's, right. pro- and that's probably as much as what they got to pay yeah, her. Rachel, so. it'd, be a shame, it'd be a shame if Rachel Nichols and I went out on a nice date that she paid for. It would just be awful. Uh, but I am available. So. <laughs> yeah, you also do birthdays in bar mitzvahs. <laughs> And again, Tim, you're not wrong. Yeah, I'm working from a position of strength with the truth here. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that popped me. That was good. That Sorry was good that. one. All right. That's pretty much the the major NBA news going on right now. Um, so there, there wasn't more that really needed to be brought up there. Before we go to the NFL, I did see there's a three-way tie. For the BMW Championship, Roy McIlroy, John Rahm, and Sam Burns are all eight under uh, after the first round, Jeff. I don't know if you saw that. I did. I watched, uh, had some time to watch a lot of the, uh, a lot of your superstars there. The last few years are up there. Uh, those, mm-hmm. uh, Burns about won a tournament uh, a few uh, weeks ago, and uh, even Fields four under, and Dustin Johnson's five under, so it should be a pretty good tournament down the stretch. You think R- Rory just before this tournament started was said he was burnt out. <laughs> said he had played too much golf and probably needed to just go home. Maybe his wife told him, Rory, <laughs> mm, <laughs> need a paycheck, Rory. You haven't won anything in a little while. <laughs> yeah. Gotta put that uh, gold plated pool in, Rory, by I the way. I, I don't yeah. want to see any of these forty and $50,000 checks for the weekend. We need a biggie. Maybe he just needs to take that attitude. Uh, I don't care what happens, and he played pretty good today. And Some days. I, still, I still think me and Nathan uh, jinxed him last major he won, the one we went to. That's been seven over seven years. So. Uh, I'm pretty sure Rory doesn't need to win from a money standpoint. I'm sure he's yeah. all right. Uh, Shoffley's up the gold medalist. Shoffley's up there. Uh, Finau, last week's winner's up there. So uh, should be interesting. We got the gold medalist. What are you afraid to try on that Japanese man? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm just talking. I'm talking shit today. I said yeah, you, you said yeah, gold medal winner, and I said what? You're not brave enough to try on that Japanese name. Uh, Xander Shoffley. 
That's American. Ha ha! He won the gold medal at the Olympics? Yeah. I thought it was an Asian guy. No. uh, no, uh, Now, Colin Morikawa, another American, won the British Open, but Xander Shopley won the gold medal. Here, I thought it was Tatsumi Fujinama. Now, Matthew Alma, he was in the running for, like, the... I think he finished fourth, and he he's up there today too. Tatsumi Fujinami finished fourth. God damn! Oh, shut yeah, up! You beat out Antonio Inoki. Tatsumi Fujinami, get the fuck out of here! Jumbo Zerudo in that uh, field anywhere? Yoko Zuna. I'm trying to be uh, I'm trying to be Dave Meltzer with the. Uh, yeah, whipping out these Japanese Jaro names. Mizawa. The Great Muda was there. Hey, my guy. Good I ever tell you what the Great Muda said to me when I had him sign a Japanese magazine with him doing a moonsault on the cover? That'll be $50, Nathan. No, I'd already paid. <laughs> <laughs> no, he looked at it and he goes, oh, you got moonsault. <laughs> it, it popped me. All right. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Yeah, moving on. Jeez. Toxic Fujiyami. Good Lord. It's the only guy I knew. Go ahead, Jeff. A couple of things for the NFL. Uh, LSU and USC are going to play in the uh, kickoff classic in Las Vegas in 2024. So there's another big-time college football, two programs there in a couple of years. And Otani for the Angels hit his 41st home run today. That guy's unbelievable, man. Probably going to win MVP. Yeah, and he should, honestly. Yeah, going to be tough to hold that away from him. I do have some... I do have some breaking baseball news for the fans. Nate will be attending a Cincinnati Reds baseball game this season. (laughs) After all the smack I've talked, I got roped in and I'm going to a Reds game in September. Uh, Do I have to do a uh, Nathan Bush concession stand report from Cincinnati? You may have to. I'll tell you what it'll be. I'll be eating eating it up, man. I'll be looking for the blue moons and... uh, It'll be the Skyline shortest chili. one on record. Man, I will not be eating Skyline Chili. Skyline it's Chili over, is overpriced dog shit. Definitely did, overrated. Did you see the, speaking of that, uh, did you see the pictures that came from the, um, uh, What I can't remember the name of it, the, the, the new stadium in Las Vegas. So, so oh, fire Allegiant. or whatever. Allegiant. Oh, Allegiant, where their credit card machines and stuff were down? Well, there was that, but they... I'm pretty sure that's the stadium. It's one of the new ones anyway, where they some guy took pictures of the food and it's like, okay, this this piece of pizza. And I'm looking at it and it basically was a piece of pizza with some sauce on it and looked like some kind of greenery of some sort. Didn't look like there was any meat or cheese or nothing. Yeah, it's and a legion it, stadium. And he said it was seventeen bucks. Like, I guess the food at this place is just horrific and overpriced to the maximum. Now, I expect it to be overpriced to some degree because that's how that works. But it was from – it was all over Twitter, and he had, a like, a picture. Like, here's the here's the deluxe cheeseburger, and it was a bun with some hamburger meat and a slab of cheese on it, and that was it. Nothing else, and it was 22 bucks. Woo! And he, yeah, and he was just going, like, good Lord. Like, <laughs> like this is some pricey uh, – some pricey food. I don't mind paying for it when it's good, but I guess it was pretty low quality for a brand new place. I saw during um, 
they had during uh, SummerSlam that their uh, cashless payment system was down. They were, given a, they were giving away food, apparently. Giving away food and drinks for free. The Wi-Fi was dead. The toilets were overflow, overflowing. <laughs> they were having a time. From what and I And then know. I guess, to be honest, though, when you really think about it, it is kind of hard to do a, a dry run of a stadium that holds 60,000, 70,000 people. Like, you really can't do it, can you? Not really. Not really. So, now, that's still no excuse for all that stuff not working, but... I want to see this food that you. Were I'm, talking. I'm trying. I'm trying to find it. I'll. I'll look for it. it I'm looking. Like, I'm looking here as well. I'm trying to find it. Uh, but yeah, like apparently they had nationwide payment system issues hit. Uh, according to that, I was like, man, that's a. Uh, that's bad. Well, that was during SummerSlam, wasn't it? Yeah, that or was whatever the wrestling Slam. thing was. Yeah. Yeah, it was SummerSlam. So that, that was pretty rough stuff. Oh, here we go. Fifteen dollar pepperoni pizza, and it's just <laughs> oh my god, it's so little, and it's nothing, and there's nothing on it. Like it's at least it's, it's yeah. not like thick and covered in and toppings or anything. It's just hot garbage. It's the horrible. Marinara, marinara pizza, cheeseburger sub, and a veggie veggie burger sub. Yeah, that's it, awful. It it ain't good for that kind of money. No, not at all. That slice of pizza is twenty. It's fifteen dollars. Kiss my crippled ass. Pretty much. Yeah, mm-hmm. really. I eat before I came. <laughs> Go touch that. <laughs> I got a chuckle from Jeff no. about that. <laughs> You're probably hurting. All right, all right, all right, all right. Um, Enough from you two assholes. All right, let's let's talk about the COVID police. Well, no. Yes, <laughs> in football. Well, we'll talk about that as soon as we're back from this break. And uh, we're going to go here from our Atomic Comics and Collectibles LLC. Wonderful people. Happy anniversary, Leslie and Michael from Atomic and Comics Collectibles LLC. Glad to see 11 years together. Congratulations. And could have had him first. You're lucky you got him, Leslie. All right. I could have had Michael first. I'm kidding. Congratulations, guys. Seriously. And uh, we'll be back right after this. If you're into comic books and collectibles, then you are going to want to check out Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC. They buy and sell comic books, action figures, pop funkos, vintage video game system, vinyl records, and other collectibles. Retro and vintage collectibles are their specialty. They have fair and competitive pricing on all their items. Their prices will make you say, Oh my God! Currently, they run on Facebook, and they're in the process of getting their own storefront in Logan, West Virginia. Give their Facebook page a like and keep updated on new merchandise and announcements for Comic-Cons and store opening in your area. They do ship, but only within the United States at this time. Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC, where yesterday's memories are today's future. If you are looking for anything comic book or collectible-wise, you are going to want to do one thing. Assemble. And head over to Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC. Check out their Facebook page, Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC. Stay Classy Meats is your online meat market where you can get the best quality meat for competitive prices. Head on over to stayclassymeats.com and use the promo code WIDEMEN to save 10% on your order. That's right, if you head to stayclassymeats.com, you can save 10% on your order with promo code WIDEMEN, but that's not all. Not only will Stay Classy Meats give you 10% off, they're also throwing in 
a free pound of Montana grass-fed ground beef. Make sure you get over to stayclassymeats.com right now to check out their selection. Whether it be pork, ribs, chicken, steak, bison, ribeye, or any other type of meat that you desire, you can get it at stayclassymeats.com. They are high-quality meat that you will not want to miss out on. If you like to eat well and eat clean and eat some of the best quality product out there, Stay Classy Meats is for you. Again, head to stayclassymeats.com right now. And thanks again to our wonderful sponsors, Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC, and of course to Stay Classy Meats, bringing you all of the best meat products this side of the Mississippi and the other side. They're actually based in Montana. They're an absolutely wonderful group. Stay Classy Meats. Check them out. Stayclassymeats.com and Tommy Comics and Collectibles, LLC. All right. Almost time to talk about the NFL. Waiting on Tim to put his headphones back on because he's a douche nugget. Uh, oh, hey, Tim. Welcome back. I had to take a TR. I uh, I understand. I understand. Don't forget to wipe your stuttering Tommy Rich. All right. So uh, you want to talk about COVID police, okay, Tim? Well, I just thought it was interesting. Um, two Buffalo Bills receivers have been fined for protocol violations. And my first response was only two. Like in the entire league, these are the only two guys that, <laughs> like, that seemed odd. Um Isaiah McKenzie got fined uh, fourteen thousand six hundred bucks. Uh, where and I don't know how they caught him. And apparently Cole Beasley's a little po'd. He oh, apparently yeah. had well, like, okay. I mean, they agreed to the rules, so there is that part of it, right? If those are the rules, then you got to follow them, even if they're dumb. And it does seem kind of dumb that you have to wear a mask if you're uh, by yourself. That does seem kind of goofy. Yeah, it's kind of silly. He was he he did not disclose how much he was fined, but he was disciplined for not wearing a mask when he took five steps from the entry door to the locker room after he'd been wearing it the whole day out on the practice field. So he took it off a little. He wasn't quite in the dressing room before he took it off. Yeah, it's kind of silly. And they nailed him for it. And I thought, well, that's my was my point. I mean, the rules are the rules. Fair enough. But if they're trying to tell me that only two guys in the NFL are only, that's it? Uh, yeah. There's guys in the NFL that aren't vaccinated and they don't get into trouble. So how can you get in trouble for not wearing a mask for 12 seconds? Yeah, it's a little overboard in my opinion, but. Now, where does NFL. Nine or 10, right? What is it? Tennessee has nine or 10 that's got COVID right now, correct? Yeah, I believe so. Tennessee was like the big issue last season, too. They just can't get it together. Well, and the Bills, they did. Maybe that's why they got into trouble. That uh, says those violations come after the Bills sent six players on Tuesday who were close, cl- yeah, close contacts to a vaccinated staff member who tested positive. So maybe that's why the NFL was there, possibly. So they've got a bunch of guys who went home, too. They don't have COVID, but they, they might. Contact tracing. Well, yeah, they were in close contact, so I guess what you got to spend your three or four days away, so to make sure you don't have it. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I guess they got to do something, I suppose. But it seems like a lot of those rules, sort of, kind of, some of them sort of contradict each other on occasion. But 
Again, I guess the Players Association agreed to that set of rules, so. Yeah. Pay your, four, pay well, your 14 grand. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and get into it here. Last week, <clears throat> we all came out and had our conference winners in the AFC and NFC. Just to run through those again, uh, Tim, Jeff, and I agreed on the Bills, the Chiefs, the Titans, the Buccaneers, and the Packers. So all those we agreed with. That sounds now, solid. <laughs> we disagreed. <laughs> Tim took Baltimore. I took Pittsburgh. Jeff took Cleveland. And Tim took Washington. I took Dallas. Jeff took Washington. And... I took Arizona, Jeff and Tim took the Rams, so I guess I'm just a little different. Jeff, uh, Jeff, where are you getting your NFL rankings from? The what? I said, <laughs> where, <are> you, <laughs> I said where are you getting your NFL rankings when you made those picks? Oh, you haven't heard? Uh, Jeff.com? Jeff <laughs> the JeffMethod.ca or something like that? .ca. Oh, Get- be yeah, it should be CA because that's cooler than .CA. No, it's it would be what the JeffMethod.org. <laughs> .edu because I'm about to teach you something. All right, let's. <laughs> I like that. That was good. You're welcome. All right, Thank let's uh, let's go ahead and uh, let's take a look here. Three wild card teams, gentlemen, and they can be from anywhere. So, Tim, I'm going to start with you. We'll start in the AFC, since that's where we started last week. Can't pick the Bills, can't pick the Chiefs, can't pick the Ravens or the Titans. Everybody else in the AFC is up for grabs. Can't take the Bills, the Chiefs, Ravens or Titans. You get three picks. Give us us one from the from the uh, the AFC. uh, Pittsburgh. Okay, so you're taking Pittsburgh as a wild card. Sure. Jeff, give us some, one of yours wild card teams. You can't take um, no but no Bills, no Chiefs, no Browns, no Titans. Okay. So give us a team here. How about the Ravens? Baltimore. All right. And uh, I'm going to give you one of my teams, and it's also going to be. <clears throat> the Baltimore Ravens. Jeff Method. Jeff Method. All right. Now, Tim, give us another AFC team. Uh, Chapmanville Tigers. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> oh, what, are they not? oh, they're in the NFC, right? Yeah, they're in the NFC. NFC East. Yes. They, they'd have a good chance. They'd probably win it. <laughs> uh, Houston. You're really taking Houston? Sure. Why not? Okay. Wow. That's uh, all right. <laughs> I got to lie to this up or we'll take the well, same three teams. Houston, god damn it. All right, Jeff? Um, I'm liking the Dolphins. Say, say Jacksonville. Miami Dolphins. You know, I'm going to take a team here. Uh, well, I hope you take a I'm, team. That's a solid move. I'm going to take. Uh, I'm going to take. Uh, I'm going to take the Los Angeles Chargers. 
Ken, you're laughing at me for Houston, and you're taking the Chargers. Motherfucker, I will take the Chargers six times over the Houston. Oh, well, that may well be. I mean, the only Houston is worse. awful. They might the be the worst team in the league. I was going to say the only team worse than Houston is probably Jacksonville, but I, I think Jacksonville might be. They better. might, and they might be. Well, what about the Jets? Well, that just goes without saying. <laughs> All right, Tim, back to you after that Houston pick. I'll let you change it if you want. I don't want to change it. Screw you. Oh, I'll, take, oh. I'll take the uh, the Calgary Stampeders. No, sorry, uh, the Miami Dolphins. Miami. Okay. Jeff. Last one, right? Yeah, last one. Hmm. It's a tough one. Yeah, I'm torn between two. Uh, I'm gonna say the. Uh, for me, it's going to be between Pittsburgh or the Chargers. The Chargers got an easier road, I believe. So I'm going to say the Chargers too, like you did. Okay. All right then. For me, it comes down to Cleveland or Miami, and I'm just not that sold on Miami. Also, I mean Indianapolis, maybe. I don't trust Carson Wentz, so I'm going to go with Cleveland to uh, to get there. So I'm going to have three AFC North teams in playoffs in my world here. Might as well have picked Houston. <clears throat> Shit. Well, you ain't getting all three. That ain't happening. May not happen, but I mean, still. Yeah, better so pick you them. might. Get no, well, not really. Wrong is wrong. Might as well have been Houston. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a bastard. <laughs> all right. Let's, uh, let's jump to the NFC now. So, Tim, NFC. You've well, taken Washington, you've taken the Rams, you've taken Tampa Bay, and you've taken the Packers. <laughs> How hard will I make you both laugh if I say Giants, Eagles, Cowboys? <laughs> <laughs> That's up to you, pal. Yeah, no. Actually, you know, this is pretty tough because I don't like any. I don't like anybody else from the NFC East, not even barely Washington. Can't see anybody else from that division getting anywhere near the playoff. Uh, Detroit's horrible. Not so sure about the Vikings either, or the Bears. Running out of teams awful quick. Who did I take in the West? Los Angeles? You, you took the Rams. Okay, well, I'll take the Cardinals. That'll be one. That's a safe bet. Okay. Jeff? Uh, I took Tampa Bay, Washington. Rams, you took Tampa Bay. Bay. You took Tampa Bay, Packers, Washington, and the Rams. Same as Tim. Okay. Um, I'm going to take, might surprise some of you. Okay. This isn't, this isn't the, this is the anti-Jeff method. San Francisco. You know, that's, that's one that I've been debating back and forth on a San Francisco. Okay, they'll make it come back. Well, see, I actually took Arizona to win the division. So I'm going to go ahead and just take the Rams as a wild card team, nice easy pick for me. All right, back to Tim. Might have to do what I jokingly said about the NFC East and just do it with the NFC West. Honestly, like it would not shock me if three teams from the NFC West get in. But the problem is they play each other, so they beat each other up. Yeah, but still. Which is why I was kind of worried about Cleveland a little bit. I just don't know what's left. I mean... Okay, I'll give you some teams here. You got Seattle. You oh, no, I know the teams that are left, oh. but I'm just like, to, I mean, okay, the NFC East, we're done. Okay. I, would be, I would be utterly amazed if anybody else came out of the North. 
Okay. I don't like the Saints much. Falcons are not that good. Okay. Like the NFC is really not a very good conference this year, or a lot of years to be honest. The Panthers. Mm-hmm. I like Seattle. I take Seattle, but geez, then I got three teams out of the West already. But I'll take Seattle anyhow. All right, Seattle it is. Jeff. Uh, I'm gonna take Arizona. Solid. Team out of the West. Solid pick, Jeff. Solid pick. I'm going to take. Yeah, ain't so ain't so easy, is it? San Francisco. So I've got three teams out of the West too. Yeah, I mean, I just, I mean, who else do you pick? All right, Tim, last one. I don't know. You gonna go with that fourth team out of the West? Well, no, because that's probably not going to happen. I might have the wrong one there, but it's probably gonna, you're pro- probably going to get three, quite possibly. It's a very unless, good possibility, honestly. Unless somebody really comes out of nowhere in like the NFC South, let's say, or Tampa Bay ends up not being good. I don't see that happening, but you never know. Uh, boy, I don't know. I'm going to make Ed Boggus happy. I'm going to take the Bears. The Bears. By default. Jeff? This is a tough one. This last one is a tough one. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's going to come down to Dallas. And I actually think New Orleans might have a chance of making it. Um, I think their Week 13 matchup could determine who like gets in and who gets out. I know it's kind of a little bit more in-depth and details. But, yeah, yeah. But I, I, think that, uh, I think Dallas will get in. Okay. Baz, I hate to say it. No offense to him. No, because I don't think that – I'll be very surprised if Dallas is even 500 this year. Their schedule isn't that bad. It really their is. schedule – yeah, their Dallas schedule. win the damn conference. How do you think I feel? Yeah, their schedule is, is – but I don't know what they – whether Dak Prescott's even going to – I mean, he's supposedly going to play, but – how right. badly he's still hurting all that, who knows. So. Four out of their last five games is uh, division games. They got Washington 14, Giants 15, Washington 16 again, and then Philly 18. So. Well, I'm going to go my week here, my last pick. When the Bears put Justin Fields in at quarterback, it will turn their season around. He will be like Justin Herbert last year, but the Bears are actually built to make the playoffs, and I have the Chicago Bears cleat just creeping in to the playoffs. I, mean, I, may, I maintain that the Chapmanville Tigers have got a solid shot. <laughs> I know the coach very well. I'll pass along that information. I, I think they need to look at maybe making a move out of, what are they, Division 2 or 3 or whatever the hell you guys. Double, double A. Double A. They, they, need to, they need to contact the NFC East. I think there's a place for them. All right. I guys, teams to watch out for. I think out of the AFC, I think Cincinnati could uh, turn some heads this year. And like I said, I think New Orleans, uh, if what's he, if uh, Sean Payton can uh, control, don't hold, uh, don't hold your breath, good. folks. Don't hold your breath. <laughs> I think uh, I think Jeff might have got into the mushrooms here in the last five minutes or so. 
Well, he had one. He had one good throw in the preseason. Everybody's like, "Oh, hey, he can throw now." He led the league in touchdowns two years ago. And yeah, and interceptions. But, but uh, I think he's with a better coach. So, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I did. Okay. All right, so uh, um, I thought you were going to do MVP. Well, we're not done yet. Oh, okay. I thought you were wrapping it up. We are not done yet. That'd be good for you to do for change. Yeah, well, <laughs> didn't have him once. It ain't going to happen, right? All right, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to start in the these? AFC, and I want you guys, we're going we're gonna to pick these. We're going to rank them right now, and next week we're going to pick winners. We're going to crown Super Bowl champions next week. AFC, one through seven in the AFC. Tim, it's got to be either Buffalo, the Chiefs, Baltimore, or Tennessee. Who's your number one? <sighs> Yeah, uh, Kansas City. Jeff, who's your number one? Out of the AFC? Out of the AFC. Uh, it's it's got to be Buffalo, Chiefs, Cleveland, or Tennessee. Out of the Bills. You're going with the Bills is the one seed. Okay. I'm taking the Chiefs also as the one seed this year let's, in the AFC. Let's screw you, Jeff. Yeah, how'd you like that, Jeff Method? Well, uh, Tim, who are you taking at the two? I like to, take my, I like to take my number twos in the morning. Maybe. Well, it's either Buffalo, Baltimore, or Tennessee. Who's the number two seed in the AFC this year? Uh, sorry? Oh, Buffalo. Buffalo. Uh, Jeff? I think the Chiefs will. Chiefs, okay. I am going to take Tennessee as my two seed. I think Tennessee is good enough that they can do that. All right, Tim, your three seed. It's got to be either uh, Baltimore or Tennessee. Titans. I like the Titans. I don't know why, but I do. It's a good reason, right? Sure. Solid. Jeff, Jeff, it's Tennessee. All right, so I'm going to take Buffalo as my three seed little bit of a drop from last year but still not bad so tim your four seed automatically becomes baltimore Baltimore, correct mine automatically becomes pittsburgh and jeff yours is cleveland yep all right now here's where it gets fun tim pittsburgh Uh, houston miami who is the five pittsburgh five miami six and houston seven I mean, we could have went one by one, but if that's the way you want to do well, it. I'll, get it, I'll just get it done now, and then I can laugh when you guys pick. All right. Pittsburgh, Miami, Houston. Houston. All right, Jeff, who's your five seed? You've got Baltimore, Miami, or the Chargers. Uh, that, that order sounds good. All right. Baltimore. I feel like that's how you picked them anyway. <laughs> <laughs> kind of went through that. Okay. All right, mine's going to end up being the 5C Baltimore. And then I've got Cleveland at the 6 and the Chargers at the 7. All right, that's the AFC. Now, NFC. Tim. One seed in the NFC. Who's it going to be? Washington, Rams, Tampa Bay, Packers. 
Green Bay. Okay. Jeff, who's your one seed in the NFC? You've got Washington Rams, Tampa Bay Packers. Tampa Bay. And I will, with confidence, take my team to be the one seed this year. I'm taking Tampa Bay. Tim, the two seed. That'll be Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, all right. Jeff? Uh, I got the Rams. Rams, okay. I'm going to go with Green Bay here. Uh, Tim, Rams, uh, Rams Washington. At, Rams at three. All right, so Rams at three. That leaves Washington at four. Uh, Jeff, three seed. Uh, Green Bay. Green Bay. I'm keeping these down, by the way. Green Bay for Jeff, and then that will leave Jeff with uh, Washington at the four. We should have just said the four seed will be whoever wins the NFC East. There you go. Uh, honestly, that's really what it, it comes down to. It would have been. Uh, so that would leave me with Arizona at the three and Dallas at the four because I went with the Cowgirls. All right. Tim, five seed. You've got Arizona, Seattle, Chicago. Uh, the five will be uh, Arizona. Arizona. All right, Jeff, you've got San Francisco, Arizona, Dallas. That order sounds good. All right. Tim's got to think on it. <laughs> no, I, I don't, but you chirped at me when I did it the first time. So. Oh, I didn't care. I was just messing with you. Hurt my feelings, man. Big baby. I'm a Canadian. What are you sensing? <laughs> All right, Tim. Seattle, Chicago. Seattle and Chicago with an honorable mention to Chapmanville. Okay. <laughs> All right. And then that leaves me. I have at the five seed, I will take the Rams. I will take San Fran at the six. And Chicago at the seven. So don't say we don't give your Bears any credit, Bogus. What if the Bills and Chapmanville played? Who James would be for? Probably Buffalo. Yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I've known them longer, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So we have our potential set up here. We'll put the games together next week and we'll pick through. And once we do, we will determine who each of us have playing and working their way through into the Super Bowl. Uh, should be fun to, to see that next week. I think that'll turn out well. Let's say you guys. Me. Not, yeah, okay, everybody. Yeah, you know, I'm just trying to put shit together for a show. Thanks, guys. Me. I said <laughs> me. Everybody all me. <laughs> should be interesting. It should be. It should Get be. your pets spayed and neutered. <laughs> the old Jeff closing. Oh, it, all right. Hey, it, oh. It, it works. It does. Solid. 
All right, so we're winding down here this week. We got our, our NFL wild card picks in. Of course, these very much could change based on uh, what's happening in the in the league and, and whatnot. But, you know, this is our preseason picks. A lot of parity here, but different enough, I think, to uh, to make things happen. Um, yeah, this be fun, guys. I'm, this was a fun little exercise, and I'm looking forward to seeing uh, – how these games line up next week. I mean, there's going to be some interesting ones here. Tim, if, if Tim gets the Houston Texans in the playoffs, folks, you're going to see, uh, I'll tell you what, that'll be the end of the Jeff we, method. We will never hear the end. If Houston sneaks into the playoffs, yeah, they, they, I'll be, they, I will they, be hired. They, I will be hired immediately by ESPN. If you, Houston know, you, gets think that, the you think that, you think that until you find until you get one right about the Atlanta Hawks getting to the NBA Eastern Conference Finals, nobody seems to give a shit. That's not anywhere near the reach that the Houston Texans. That is a reach. I'll give you that. That is a reach and a half. That is that is like wow. Even I'm surprised at myself. <laughs> Especially without Deshaun Watson right now, who knows with that guy? That might help them though. You know, it's it's hard saying, and who knows what's uh, what's happening. You, let's be honest. You can only take so much from previous records and stats and all of that stuff. At the beginning of the year, it is really pretty much a crapshoot. You don't really know. Some stuff will pan out in the long run, but there's going to be one or two teams that should have been really good that won't be for whatever reasons, and there will be a couple of teams that everybody thought were going to be garbage, that will be end up, you know, like nine and seven or something like that. So, and then there's Chapmanville. <laughs> Chapmanville's got a big game tomorrow night playing Sissonville on the road. Oh, you know Every game Chapmanville is involved in is a big game. I'll be uh, back on the high school football trail tomorrow. I'll be in Man, West Virginia <laughs> tomorrow as they ta- as they take Lucky on the, the Logan Wildcats. Now, is like that is what at the southwest part of the state? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, is there in the northeast part of the state? Please tell me there is a woman, West Virginia. Not that I know of. Damn, that would have been so good. They named the town of Man after I forget who it was. Yeah, uh, it's some it's some dude, right? Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> yeah, some dude. Yeah, Tim. Thanks. <laughs> thanks for that. Yeah. Well, that's right up there with your advice from earlier. Solid. I'll pick a team. What is it, Jeff? Name me for Adam. Adam? Oh, damn. <laughs> 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 he, he kind of got you with that one. Uh, he did. He sucked me in on that one. Yeah, he sucked me in on that one. That was a good way one. Way to go. That is the Jeff method of comedy right there. <laughs> 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 it made me think, but it made me feel things too, so it was okay. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, maybe not the best choice of words. I wasn't sure you guys knew each other in that sense. But, yeah, uh, congratulations, Nick and Danielle Hoff. Your baby got to come home. That's adorable. Little Regan is home. Okay, for for full disclosure, the town of Man was named after Ulysses Hinchman. Yeah, right? that's it. They just took the last couple letters of his name because I guess people there were lo- lazy and couldn't come up with anything better. And, yeah, I mean, you don't really. I mean, Ulysses. Class single A state base, st- class triple A state basketball cheerleading champions and runner up in baseball. So good for man. 
A lot of people in man, not. <laughs> oh, how? Okay, like, I don't know. Like, I assume, you know, okay, let's pull back the curtain a smidgen bit. Right. I don't know a lot about West Virginia. West but, Virginia geography lesson. Yeah, well, not even so, so much the geography, but okay, but they talk, okay, there's a high school in this town, correct? Yes. Okay, how does a, a town of 630 people, is this like a regional high school, I assume? Or is the there town, that many? The or is there that many people living in like the surrounding area? That There's live that in the many people living in the surrounding area. Because that's not a very big place to have a high school. No, the town. The town's not very big. Single A or double A? Maybe. Single. They were double A at one point. They're single A now. Yeah, it's like a re- every every. You got to remember, Tim, in West Virginia, every school is a regional school. Basically. Yeah, well, like I like where I went to school, it was a regional school, but there was a lot more than six hundred and thirty people in the town. I mean, it wasn't a big town; it's maybe two thousand, but still, well, that's just not a very big place. I mean, six hundred and thirty people is nothing, even for uh, West Virginia. Well, the town is is like two streets, so. So anybody think? Oh, okay. So who? All right. Trivia time, Jeff. Get your thinking tech cap on. Who is the most, well, it's the only famous person, according to this, who was born in man? Mm, well, Brett Favre's agent was from man. You'll never get this in the I've never heard of the guy. Yeah, Brett Favre's agent was from man. I knew uh, that. <laughs> this guy didn't even, wasn't even born in man. He died there. Okay. <laughs> What good does that do? He was born in Holden, wherever that is. Hey, that's right where I live. Okay, now you're going to have to do me some more geography here because this thing says that this individual died in Logan. And yet the man page says he died in Man. So which is it? Well, Man's in Logan County. Yeah, Man is man is nine miles from Logan. Yeah, it doesn't say Logan County. It says Logan. Uh, he was probably pronounced dead at the hospital. Okay, that's impossible. Uh, it was, he was a major league baseball pitcher. If that is probably not going to help, but uh, talk about Max Butcher. <laughs> did you look it up or did you know? I'll let you decide. You looked it up. I would never. It was baseball. Any other sport, I might give it to you, but not baseball. <laughs> no, I looked it up. I definitely looked it up. That's <laughs> kind of interesting, though. I mean, that's way back there. But that tells you anything. I didn't know who he was. Jeff, what was his career ERA? Right on the money, Jeff. I know, Jeff, it was 376. You round down. Hmm. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, enough about man. We're going to call it an evening here on Wide Men Can't Jump, and uh, we'll be back next week. We'll be picking uh, against the spread next week for college football. Lots of picks to have. We'll be talking about more football, more basketball, and more sports coverage next week. What's what's going on? uh, I'd also uh, like to take a second to tell Dave Meltzer he can kiss my ass. Be uh, taking Uh, a deep dive into the Jeff method and the math behind it. Yes, and we're inching ever so close to episode 200. We are, I think, now four episodes away from episode 200. Yeah, Actually, we can take care of the Jeff. Me- we can take care of the Jeff method right now. One, best. <laughs> Five, not quite as good as one, but still good. Still ten, pretty. solid. <laughs> Twelve, <laughs> fifteen, giant. Li- fifteen, giant like. <laughs> well, we're gonna wrap it up for this week, but we will be back next week as always here on Wide Men Can't Jump for more hilarity. 
and more of the Jeff method, as we call it. So uh, until next time, this is Nate, and uh, say goodnight, Tim. It's the fad that's spreading the nation. It's the Jeff method. Yeah. All right, everybody. Have a good week, and uh, kids, enjoy that day back to school. I know everybody's excited for that. Have your Jeff, Sir Nathan, spader neutered. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Good night, everyone. Jeff, send us out of here. Mock. Yeah. Yeah. Bird. Yeah. 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 Mockingbird. Have you heard? Have you heard? Who wanna buy that diamond ring? Well, that's it. What <laughs> in the hell was that? Jeff turned into a parrot. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Thanks for listening to Wide Men Can't Jump on the Wide Men Radio Network located at anchor.fm slash WMCJ. Check us out there and download our podcast directly from Anchor or subscribe on one of the many platforms where we're located, including iTunes, Spotify, and more. Thanks to our great sponsors for making this program possible. New Taylor and Associates at newlawoffice.com. Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC, located at facebook.com slash Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC. Strip Cam Fun at stripcamfun.com, as well as Stay Classy Meats, located at stayclassymeats.com. Use our promo code WIDEMEN and save 10% on your order. We hope you enjoyed this edition of Sports Talk with Nate and Tim. And we hope you come back and join us again for our next episode at the same spot you found it last time. Thanks again to the wonderful Horse Burner for providing our intro song, as well as all the other content they bring out. Check them out on YouTube, iTunes, Apple Music, and Spotify. Thanks again for listening to Wide Men Can't Jump. We hope to see you back next time. For Tim, this is Nate saying so long for now, and we'll see you again on the next edition of Wide Men Can't Jump.